Welcome back once again to the Lone Star Meeple Podcast. With me as always to my right is the Red Meeple, Alex. Hey everybody, how's it going? To my left we have the Green Meeple, Michael. Hey guys, how y'all doing today? And myself, the Blue Meeple, Sean. We are the Lone Star Meeple Podcast. Hey, welcome everybody out there in podcast land. Podcast land. It's been a while since we actually have recorded. Yeah, yeah, I guess it has, has it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a little bit. We should get more back on the schedule. We should get on the schedule, yeah. yeah life, COVID. Same. Life is rough. But, uh, yeah, well, th- today was my first day back at the gym. It so, shows. So you walked I, in eating a donut? I, no, I didn't have a donut. You had to carb up. You had to carb up for, for the lift. I had the pre-donut before the gym. You needed energy to work out. Come on. You, you definitely yeah, did. Everyone knows that. He's not yeah. wrong. Yeah, exactly. See? Science. Science. Yeah, yeah. We've time. actually got together several times over the past little bit, we, played some been, games together. It's been, been exciting. We've been playing a lot more games, a lot of exciting yes. new stuff. Thing, things are, well, I wouldn't say slowing, uh, getting we're, better. We're in Texas. Things are open. That is, yeah, we're, we're in Texas, so things are Our governor open. has COVID, though. Yeah? Y- yes, they showed me that. I thought that was funny. I was like, eh, I mean, granted. Maybe mask mandates aren't the worst. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, eh, it is just kind of funny when you're all, and then you go, by the way. <laughs> Can you smell that? I, I can't <laughs> smell. I think it's... <laughs> so we got some new podcast equipment. So we are expanding here at the Lone Star. It's a Lone Star Meeple expansion. Heck yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully Thanks. our voices sound a little better with a brand new microphone. And it's thank you to all the people who donated to our donors choose. We have to say we haven't said thank you yet. Yes, so. thank you. Thank I'm you. To thank I everyone as they donated as well. But yes, thank you very much. So you but you may hear because it has a bunch of fun buttons to play it. It kind of reminds me a little bit of my DJ mixer, so it's got some fun. So buttons. it looks like an iPod with it a play button? I use way more than an iPod. Is there like a wah wah wah? I censor you. Aww. <laughs> censor button. Yeah, that's right. And we're letting Sean control the censor button. That, that is a bad idea. idea. That is a very bad idea, but All that's right. fine. Alright, so I found something fun on the interwebs. Uh, seeing as this yeah, is we don't, we don't, We don't go to those websites during oh, this no? podcast. No, no, no. no. Oh, darn it. Okay, never mind. No, we're going to play a little game of Never Have I Ever Board Game Edition. Oh, Ooh. yeah? You're going to, I have found it here. It's see how many points you've earned. Okay? Oh, I'm going to get high so, score. I win. Best game ever. Let's see. Never Have I Ever. Wait, are we getting a point like if we did it? If you did it, you get a point. Victory right. points? Negative points. So it's no, llama, not llama. llama version. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you want Llama the, rules. <laughs> well, I'll let you guys decide. But okay. okay. Number one, Never Have I Ever Flipped the Board. Have you ever flipped a board in anger or jest? In a table flipping contest, I, yeah, but I never say, in a legitimate game. It's the board, not the table. No, I'm, I did not get a point for that no, one. No, I did no? not get a point right. for that one. Never have I ever rage quit a game. No, I totally have. You totally have? I totally have. I can see you rage quitting a game. <laughs> I have finished the, the game, but I have like phoned in the last bit and i was you're like just, i'm done just checked out <laughs> i checked out i have at conventions quit games before i've started but i've never rage quit in the middle of a game yeah that's rude that's that's stuff oh, i think i did it to you guys so i don't really care about being rude all right did you i mean no, i've never raged quit okay i have sick quit before sick quit yeah i was oh playing. i'm not feeling good then i went to the hospital with Green Titus Pancreat, yeah. <laughs> so I think I think I was excused that one. Wow, time. he he played that Fine. one long con. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he went all in on on quitting that game. He was yeah. like, "Well, you see what happened was see what what will happen what was." It's not because I was losing. Is it, I was why sick. did you rage quit the game? I got a doctor's note. I was I was sick. I'm all in. <laughs> all, all right, right. What's the next one. 
hijacked a rules teach, and I am definitely guilty of this. Yes, yeah, lots of you times. You are absolutely guilty, especially of when they're doing a poor job. Yeah, and you know the game better. I don't know if I've hijacked. I, I've I've cr- I've done addendums to people when they've done explaining, and then I'm like, oh, but don't forget, like don't forget this one and this one. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I've I've flat out said like, okay, you're done. This is the way we play the game, guys. Or I'll ask very pointed questions. So what happens if this and this and this happens? They're like, oh, yeah, that's a rule I forgot. Yeah. I'm All right. So I, th- I think we get points for that. Yeah. Um, backstabbed an ally. Oh, so Never. many. So <laughs> many. T- I think I get two points for that. Now, games that have no allies, we've still done that. I would say we've we still, still done that. do that. What, what's, what's one of the first things we ask when they say, like, oh, you can make deals amongst players? Is the are they binding? binding? Are they binding? Like, do I have my to? favorite rule in games. The deals I, are not binding. I backstab people in co-op games. Rescue the cat. Dang. <laughs> all right. So Flashpoint. <laughs> Fire and rescue. Object to save all the people in the house. And sometimes there's animals. Alex runs past three or four rooms that are on fire to save a cat and run out of the house. You literally just said the point was to save the people. However, one of the end conditions is if we building collapses, everyone loses. Guess what happened two turns later? The building collapsed. And everyone lost. But the cat was safe. It's not my fault that you and Scott and everyone else were just three of us. Bad firefighters. Yeah, well, I think what the rule to that is is Alex will do anything for cats. Cats, exactly. <laughs> I do like cats. <laughs> All right, what's next? All right, n- number five. Been lapped on a score track. I know both of you got point. I lap y'all in <laughs> Rising Sun. That's, that's possible. <laughs> I think I've been on both ends of that statement. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I have I lapped. Have been lapped and I have lapped. Yeah, yeah. All right. No call, no showed on game day. Just sh- you were supposed you to show up and you didn't. I yeah, you, damn straight Alex has done that. Yeah, no, you have. I don't I know. know Alex. No, has. usually if I can't make it, I'll text you. I'll be like, oh, something came up. I can't make it. My cat's sick. I can't make it. Oh. I rescued him from a burning building. I rescued him from a building. <laughs> I had pancreatitis. <laughs> Spilled my drink on the game table. No, no, but both of you <laughs> on, okay. spilt a drink in Vegas all over the, so, the so it wasn't, table. It wasn't, it wasn't a board game, <laughs> but definitely table. messed up that... I go <laughs> table. Uh, Eric did for my. Uh, I brought um, Camelot. Sham- Shadows over Camelot and brought it to a game group, and we were at a uh, cafe, and it spilled drink all over it. So I emailed Days of Wonder. I think it's Days of Wonder, and I was like, "Hey, can I get a new copies of the cards? How much are those?" And I'm like, "Oh, we'll ship them to you out of this out of print game." I was like, "All right, no problem." All right, I'm. I know we're all gonna get points for this one. Back to Kickstarter based solely on pictures. Yep. No. Don't want to agree to that at all. Oh, I know you did. <laughs> that, that feels bad to agree to. All right. Bent the cards in your hand. What do you mean bent the cards in your hand? Like you're holding the cards in your hand in such a way and that you bend them. I would say we probably don't. So yeah, we're usually pretty good. I, I think I've bent them trying to pick them Hold up on. off the table. Another way, have you nonchalantly picked up someone else's bent cards and tried to unbend it. <laughs> I have done that. I've done that, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, so I, you know does what? Does it let have me, to be nonchalantly? Let me pick up these for you. <laughs> bend, bend, bend. Uh, here's a good one. Quarterbacked a cooperative game. Probably, but I try not to. Yeah, I'm sure I have, but I try not to. You, but if someone is being that bad, I'm like... I mean, we did let you 
kill the cat or save the cat, kill everybody else. You try to quarterback non-cooperative games. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Let me tell you some strategy. Attack Alex. <laughs> it's a good strategy. <laughs> so so here is my base, and here's Alex's base. I think you should attack Alex. It, it makes sense to me. Uh, judges? Judges? <laughs> judges agree. Uh, canceled game day last minute. I don't think I've ever done that. I have, not here. Probably. But but I've, but I've done it before, yeah. I mean, not. I mean, I had pancreatitis. Is it a, no, I, I no, have. No, but this is yeah. canceled a whole day. I think... No, I canceled. I, I usually because like when I was you're hosting in, it and you're right hosting now. it yeah. and you're like, nope. Yeah, no. When I was living in Charlotte, I used to I would host on Sundays usually at my apartment, and I, I actually canceled one day because like I, I ate something that was not mm-hmm. quite agreeable to me. And I'm gonna I'm gonna amend this next one. It says, "Fudge the die roll in my solo game." I'm just gonna say, "Fudge the die roll." So roll a solo game. <laughs> solo. I win every solo game I play. I don't know how, but it works to my favor. Uh, I love uh, the dice I goes, cocked. I goes the dice cocked. Oh no! Wait, it's a six. <laughs> it no, no, it's good. Flat it's good. on the table. It looks cocked to me. <laughs> All right, what's the next one? All right, the next one is rated a game one on Board Game Geek or given a game a bad rating. I don't think I've, I've rated very few games on Board Game Geek, so no. But there's several games that I would that I yeah. probably still own actually. Yeah, I've rated games on. I don't think I've ever given anything a one. Like, if it's that bad, I don't really care enough to go in and say, oh, one. But, I mean, I've gave things like a five or a six. But, like I said, like him, I don't really rate things on BGG that often. All right, so this one I get two points for. Uh-oh. Had my phone out during the rules explanation. You and, have your phone out. And then out. asked, what are the rules? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if your phone's out, but don't ask, what are right. the rules? In my, in my defense. No. I have no. my phone no, there, out the there, whole there, game, and no I defense. still win, so... That is not a defense. That is... that. I love you. You're going through this big extensive rule, and then he just goes, huh? Uh, I got that, but can you repeat it just in case? Can you just, can I you just, just say that one more time? No, the whole thing. Like, from the beginning. Like, put the board in the middle of the table, then what? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so where do I put my piece? Where are the action slots? Yeah. All right, I gave myself two points for that, all right? In that case, then, yeah, we're treating this like llama rules. Llama. Llama. <laughs> If you get 40 points, you're out. <laughs> uh, complained min- mid-game when unable to win. Yes. I uh, no, I have... Yeah, I, w- I, I wouldn't... I don't compl- You could tell that I'm getting, like... I get visually, like, frustrated when I'm like... Yeah. I, like him, I just mentally or check out of the game. you start jumping up and down and you get all It's red. more like... I realize the mistakes I made the first couple of rounds, mostly on the learning games and things like that, and it's like, there's no way I'm going to catch up. I'm now not having fun. And I think it's rare that any of us do that. Yeah, and it's uh, not not complain. It's more like we just like he said, you just phones it in. You're like, all right, well, there's another thing I can do, so I'm just gonna yeah, sure, worry about that, just to get the thing moving. But I think for the most part, I've noticed like we have a we're gonna try our best attitude even when we're losing. Sure, like perfect example in Ankh when you lose 17 points from the stupid merge. Yeah, when and do you get Ankh? We need to play and that. And he sees. His, Start stomping your feet going, no, that's not fair. That's not fair. First of all, that's not how I sounded when I said it. It was more like, that's not fair. I know. I was more of like, a, it was way more. It was, let me put it this way. It was more Rumpelstiltskin, less Hulk. Rumple Hulk skin. Oh, that hurt a lot. That hurt. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was so fun. I remember when your kids called me Hulk. That's why I went back to the gym today. I was like, no, at one point, Michael's kids was like, whoa, he's like Hulk. And now I'm like in there all like weak and flabby. And I'm like, like Bruce Banner. <laughs> he, he, never, yeah. he never noticed that. We told him to tell him that. Yeah, I know. 
I didn't tell him. I didn't want to hurt his feelings. All right, the next one. Held a grudge over someone in-game moves. Held a grudge what? over someone's in-game moves. So after the game's over, we're still mad at them? We're still mad at them, yeah. No, no, not really. Like however, during the game, like, what are you looking at me for? However, Secret Hitler, if someone was bad one game, the very next game, they're probably bad. But that's still in-game, so no. Mm. All right, how about downplayed someone else's win? Great game, but I would have won if... Everybody does that. Not well, I wouldn't say I would have won if, but everyone's like, oh, if I would have done this, I, sh- I would have done better, I should have done this. Or It wasn't like downplaying the win. It was more I could have improved and done better by doing Any this. Any game I don't win is a stupid game. Yeah, I that's, mean, that's, 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 that's the rule. That's, that's just rules. That's rules. <laughs> All right. Played suboptimally to spite another player. I know I've done this. So you're losing to help someone else win? No, no, no. But I'm probably... I'm going to go down and I'm taking you with me. Play suboptimally to hurt someone else. To spite another player. Like, this is my best move, but I know you want this resource, so I'm going to get this so resource. So it's like a hate draft. Kind of like a hate yeah, draft. I've done that. I think I've done that to you, actually. I'm sure. I'm, I was I'm, like, I'm not winning. There's no way I'm going to win, but Alex is in the lead. Eh, take so, that, buddy. Because even if I'm only getting one point for this move... And I can get five points over here. But if I take the one point move, I'm taking 15 away from you. That's still a positive point value. But I for think me. this means more like this card does me no good, but I know he wants it. So I'm going to take it. I, yeah, I think we've all done that. I, I think, think that's just part that. of the strategy of some games. Fair enough. Grabbed all the loot before my teammates. Sean. Sean. I don't know what you're talking about. I get two points for that one. I get. I get <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to move 13, run to the end of the dungeon, and, and grab find the, the treasure loot. chest. <laughs> Which, to be fair, I think like 70% of the time was a trap and exploded in oh, my face. I think more accurately, the times you didn't get it and I snuck in and got it before you was trapped. You normally got something good out of it. No, I think I got, I think I got trapped quite a bit. And the game was Gloomhaven. Yes. It is by the way, for those of you, since this is a, a audio podcast, he read that question. Both of the heads just snapped around and looked right at me. I think it was pointed at you, actually. I think that was pointed <laughs> at me. Yeah, that was, I, that I feel was, attacked. You should feel attacked. That was an attack on you. Fair enough. All right. That was fun. All right. What is <laughs> your, do you have a score? I do, 12. Oh, I didn't keep track, 12. actually. It says here that if you have 12 points, you're invited when someone else can't make it. That sounds accurate. Actually. No, that actually that's, sounds accurate. I think that's the story of your life. I feel I feel like that's actually <laughs> relatively true. They're like, oh, so-and-so can't make it. Uh, I guess you can call Sean. But do we have to? Do we have, to? We have to. All right. What else What else do we have in the agenda today, well, Mike? We had um, games that we've been playing. Well, there's games that we've been playing. I've been playing. Mm-hmm. Actually, you have a bunch on your table I saw when I was coming back. Because I, I, I played the uh, a couple of the unlock games while I was in uh, oh, yeah? Dave's house. And those are always fun. I, I really enjoy those games. I've stopped really liking the unlock ones. I enjoy Exit, but the unlock ones, there's past two or three that I've played. The answers don't make sense. I've had to like muscle my way through, and I cheated, and I looked at the answer, and I'm like, how was I supposed to get this from that? And I couldn't understand their logic. Which ones unlock and which ones exit? Exit are the small little boxes about like this, and that usually tear and cut things up. Okay. And, and unlock, unlock is, the one is with a deck of cards. It's all cards. Yeah, yeah and it's the one I'm with not, the app. I don't like that one that much, mm-hmm. to be honest. 
See, I don't, well, I've never played the exit. I've only played the unlocks. Yeah. And I, I've enjoyed them, you know, every single time. For them. I mean, they, I do get that, what you were talking about. Like, in the one we just played, we played, like, the... There was, like, a Jurassic Park one or something. Yeah. It was a dinosaur. We had to try to find people. And there was one that we were like, I just get the hint. And I'm like, I still couldn't get it. I'm like... Yeah, I We took have hints. the cards. And I was like, all right, just look up the answer at this point. Because it was like, eh. So we look it up, and I'm like, and to this day, we're like, You were supposed no to idea. notice this one tiny cave on this one card, and it's like, yeah, what? Yeah, the card one is, I remember I played a pirate one, mm-hmm. and you were supposed to go to an island, but me and Chikati played it twice. Like, we went back and followed our steps, and there was no way yeah. we could have gotten to that island. Is that the one where you actually got, like, map cards? Yeah, that was really cool. Like, you like, did a pirate ship. I enjoyed that part of it, like, as you're discovering, the, like, here's the, they sort out the cards to make it look like a pirate map. But again, I couldn't solve that last puzzle. Yeah. There was no way I could figure out that last puzzle. Yeah, there was a couple in Unlock where when I saw the an- I had to look up the answer. Yeah. But when I saw it and then I read the clue that led to it, I'm like, oh, okay. I, I don't think Now I, I know the answer, I understand the clue. Yeah, but it was like, I, I mean, I don't want well, I don't think it's going to spoil anything. But basically, you had to take one of the cards and tilt it in such a way mm-hmm. that the lines on the card actually sort of they looked like a number. Yeah. And that was the thing. And I was like, and when you read the clue, you go, oh, okay, then yeah, that, that does make sense. And what, I would have never thought to do that, though. I was playing one of the exit games, and it actually uses the box on several of them. Like one um, where there was a couple pieces that you got that were just like rulers almost. And as you put them on the box lid that you normally would just push off to the side as trash, it makes a shape and touches lines that are imprinted on the inside of the box to give you the next clue. And it's just a subtle thing on there. It's like, I like the fact that they used everything. And one of the games, the insert was actually one of the tools. Like you had to take the insert out and open it up. And that was one of the clues. Also, personally, I just like the cutting and the tearing. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know why that's more enjoyable than just, oh, did flip a card. Oh, no, I didn't solve it. You found it. Okay. 72. Yeah. Well, here's why. I, I uh, No, I, I'm fine either way. But the nice thing with the unlock games is I've, I've purchased three of them so far. And then I play them. And then I go on the game trader side. I'm like, and hey, trade them out. I just finished these unlocks. Can't do so, that with exit. Yeah, and someone's like, oh, I have this unlock. And I'm like, oh, well, you I haven't can, done that but one. you have to be super careful. No, you can't. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that that's kind of why I like those. But that's that's one of the that's one of the big ones that I've been playing is the uh, the unlock games. Mm-hmm. But Leslie really enjoys them. So yeah, they're fun. I went over to our friend Scott's house, and he had one on his shelf called Zomax, and it was like a 1973 game. And it was this big plastic chunky thing. And as we put it together, you end up with a screen between you and him. And it felt like Battleship, but you have tanks and you have planes and you have uh, ships. And the object is to invade the other one's base. And it's all your um, things are magnets that are clicked on the board in front of you. And his magnets are clicked on the board in front of him. I can't see his. He can't see mine. But... um. I know where all his starting spots are because they're marked on my map and he knows where all mine are. And I need to get most of my units to the top left coming from the bottom right and kick it, uh, attack his base. But the cool part of it is as you, it's a roll and move, which is kind of stupid, but I get six points to move wherever I want. And I'm moving my guys uh, six and I'm clicking them in each uh, little hole. So my plane is going to go from one to two to three. And if it finds one of his guys, the magnets that are clicking it on, pushes his out on the other side so you have this satisfying two and you hear a thud of his plastic piece hitting the ground and you're like 
I found something. That is pretty cool, actually. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun like two or three times. And you're like, okay. But we had a blast playing it. That that does sound pretty cool, actually. That does sound fun. But Zomax, and I'm looking for a copy of it now. Zomax? So anybody out in podcast world, contact Michael. If you have a game of Zo- Zoloft, what was Zomax. it? Zomax. Zomax. It sounds like an antidepressant, but <laughs> it's yeah. Zomax. All right. Alex? So we had the pleasure of finally playing Unk. Some guy just posted on the on the Facebook, hey, I got my copy. Anybody want to play? And I quickly raised up my hand right here. I do. Yeah, and, like my normal game group's not available. Like, we will, we will, we will. I was like, Sean's coming with me. Um, and boy, am I impressed with the game. Mm-hmm. First impressions, granted, I'm pretty sure we played some of the rules wrong, which wouldn't, mm. I think I think I didn't get the win. I mean, there's a huge asterisk, but it, it's super interesting mechanic of the action I want to take, the action I should take, and the action I'm going to take because I don't want anybody else to have the advantage over me. Yeah. So, so the, you know, you're sitting there thinking, what action do I want to take? The game's actually incredibly simple. Like, if you take Rising Sun and Blood Rage and Ankh, Ankh would probably be the easiest to explain, the easiest to put out on the board. Um, but it was one of those almost Reiner Knizia style games where super simple choices, hard yeah, decisions. You, yeah. you have four choices to make. Your pieces can go anywhere on the map. Like, but where you place them, you're sitting there holding your piece. Well, do I want to go over there? Or do I want to go over there? Shh, over there. So I found it extremely enjoyable. Uh, the main, the main conflict right now is with the merge mechanic in the game mm-hmm. so second to the last and last player merge together on the last round or something like that no on it, the last no. section so you still have like four rounds to during go in the end game. game okay yeah during the end game so that's that's you know close to the end they'll merge and pretty much one player gets eliminated but shares all the resources with the player who didn't get eliminated yeah but you lose a lot of points so the moment this happened, Sean's face just became incredibly red, and you can see the you can yeah. see the the steam coming out of his because, ears. Because first off, because me and you, I was one point away. From, like you had jumped ahead of me by one point on your turn, and then like you triggered the event on your turn, and it moved over to the thing, and then as like and then the merge happened. So you were I was ahead of you until that turn. Then you went one point ahead of me, and we were both just underneath the blue section, and then. Everything that I've been working for toward for the last hour and twenty minutes just went away like that. And I was down to two points. It was like three. Did you drop down the same amount of points? No, I didn't drop No, I points. lost seventeen points. Did y'all merge together? Shot. No. No, it was me and the other guy. Oh, you and the other guy. Did problem- he drop down with you? He was no. down there. I he went dropped down. down you had points. to go down to his level. Yeah. Ah. Now the guy, honestly, I think he was a magic player and didn't really understand the game that much. So he was having a lot of trouble getting points. Mm-hmm. Now, if it was you, I'm guessing you would have been two, three points behind us. So yeah. you would have only lost like two points. Yeah. So, but I know I'm still on the fence with that rule. I need to do it a couple more times. But here's here's my problem with with that is either a something's going to happen like that happens to me is you lose so much there's no coming back from it and that's you, just is what it is. But you did come back. You no, made 19 points know, in one round. I know that, but I still didn't win. Even with that, I still couldn't win. But that's what I'm saying because I think we gave me points I didn't deserve because you killed my guys and if you don't have a troop there, 
you're not supposed to get points, but I was still taking the points because I wasn't thinking. Mm. And then, but then that kind of leads to the other side of that, where if if I would have been just say if he would have been say three more points ahead, we would have blown you out of the water. Which means that that is it makes it so swingy to the point where you're either going to just lose everything and then just be like forget this, or to the point where you're going to try to purposely lose just to merge so you can come back and win instantly. Well, yeah, it's a Loki strategy. Like, yeah, I, but I, why I, would also, you ever do anything other than that? And it, it just also sounds it, like a learning game. Where having the the big point swing was part of just part of the learning. Yeah, and that's why I said like I would need I, I would be willing to do it again. And I will say like I, I had fun then trying to figure out okay how can I come back from this, and it wasn't a, a horrible like it was it was like ripping off a bandit. It hurt really bad for the first few seconds, and then I'm like okay I'll, let me let me figure this out. And I started figuring out the, the puzzliness of it to to come back. But my problem with it is it's just. And it also changes the whole dynamic of how you're playing the game, like three quarters of the way through. Well, yeah, it's just for the end game. It's a last push. And I think it also would have been a lot better if there was more players. I think the fact that we were only three players, the whole top of the map got erased, as opposed to where if we were like four or five players, there still would have been uh, the monuments on Mm. top. See, what I would be interested in And, 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 and. We did play with like the cheap cardboard pieces, not oh, the. Oh yeah. So that that, that, that changes it. a lot. That's it. Wait, wait. He didn't have the whole nice thing. He didn't have the whole nice. Yeah, oh. I think he had it at home. He didn't want to bring it, so he brought essentially the retail, the retail edition. edition. So I think if we had little houses, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, oh, that would have been so much better. I I would be interested though to play two more games, and I would I would be curious to do it this way: play a four or a five player game, just the way that we did. And then do the same game again on another occasion without the merge. And just because by then, if you're going to get eliminated, I mean, it's so close to the end of the game, it doesn't matter. But I would be curious to play the same game with the merge. Because from what I was looking through, there's one of the scenarios in the book is a four player game, but no merge. The, the scenario. Yeah, no, it's it's in there. And a lot of people have already been talking about it online where they're ignoring the merge. One person said they played without the merge and it pretty much eliminated the last two players from the game. They played like he was talking about how they were so far behind that without the merge, they didn't have the strength to get to the blue. So they were eliminated. Like what's the blue. So there's a chart. So the way the victory points work, it's a, a track. Okay. So let's say, I don't know the exact numbers, the bottom numbers, the bottom of the track is red. The top of the track is blue. If you're in the red before a certain round, you're eliminated from the game. You're just gone. You're forgotten in the annuals of time. So the first thing you're working on is just to get to that blue level. And it goes by slow. Like you're gaining 1.2 points. You're thinking there's no way I'm going to get to the blue. But you struggle and you fight. And both of us, by the time the merge came, that's what he's complaining about. I was like two into the blue. He was one into the blue. So it was like, wow, we made it to the blue. We're not going to get forgotten. And that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, and then it was just oh, guess what? You're basically back down to having only three points. Oh. Yeah. So I understand the frustration, but then what they were able to accomplish. So in one round, they got more points than I did, the entire first half of three quarters of the game. You know. Yeah, but All I mean, right. but and I said, and I had the you know the 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 opportunity to do it. There's also the potential where if I would have gotten that last power, 
I wouldn't have been able to do that. I happen to be able to still get one more power that let me do that. Well, I think that's strategy, though. So I yeah, mean, no, it, it it could be. I said like I I'd be willing to do it again. It's I just see, and plus also now now half of my turn because so on your turn you normally get two actions. Mm-hmm. Once you merge, it's you get one each. You and the merge play. I get one. The other yeah, guy. Yeah, but gets you get one. to do the same action twice. Yes, I know that. But if you're playing with somebody and they're just terrible. Yeah. Then they're gonna choose actions that don't make sense. I could be like, oh no no no, why don't you do? And now I'm now I'm playing his game and my game, and they're gonna and like now half of what I'm trying to do is reliant on what they're doing, even though I was just four points away from winning. Well, I mean I that's like, that's oh. a co-op. I mean you, you, the game becomes slightly cooperative. Yeah, I, was, I, I I'm willing to do it again. Like I, would I enjoyed like to play. the game. I still haven't played. I'm I'm looking forward to I playing. I see a lot of potential in the game. That's yeah. all I'm. Oh, saying. it's a great game. I will say I enjoyed the entirety of the game up until that point, and, and the then minis, I had a couple of turns where I was like, oh, screw this. The minis are so nice. Mm-hmm. They're just beautiful. It's Simon. I mean, that's a given. Yeah, yeah. So, so speaking of nice games, nice looking games, I play. I got one out in Kickstarter called Kohaku. K O H A K U. It's a koi fish pond building game. And yeah, I've, been, I've been talking this game up. It's forever. it's a lot of fun. Every time I've played, I brought it to new players. They really enjoyed it. Is that the plastic tile one? Yeah, the pretty with, one with the little acrylic tiles that, on it. Oh, that was such a good so, game. So like the it's koi fish. So the way they did the tiles is they just put a, a plain layer at the bottom, plain white or blue, and painted the fish on it. But then they added the acrylics and then painted like the lily pads and dragonflies on top of the acrylic. So you actually have this dual layer effect going on of the koi fish in the pond with all the things in the pond. Speaking of games I'm looking for, that's one of them. I'm trying yeah, to buy that was really game. good. That was good on a lot of the one. It, it looked amazing on the yeah. table. The component quality was great. It's super and it was friendly. It's going to be super easy to get to the table. My wife would love it. I mean, it, it has all the checks, all the boxes. Yeah. It's a kind of like set collection game. It's not really set collection. Uh, but tile tile it's tile laying and you're getting points as you put tiles into your koi pond. Um, but then Emily, I've been playing the heck out of it and we've in fact started doing a house rule to it where we just add all the tiles in because you're supposed to pull out the three and four player tiles. We're like, use them all, but it's really pretty and we've enjoyed the heck out of it. Kowaku. Cool. Well, well, we also have some things now, since we've been pulling fun things off the internet, we have once again, round two of questions from the internet. Internet, internet, internet. Internet. I don't know why it's like futuristic. I don't know, but it's it the internet seemed, it is so like the right thing the to inter- do. At the the time. internet is like a thing of the past. I would uh, yeah, well speaking of it was, <laughs> it was one of those memes popped up on Facebook where there's like say something that kids today just wouldn't understand. And I said it's like, well there's two. One, video games used to only work on channel 3 and in order to get on the internet you used to have to use the phone. Can you hang up the phone? I need to be on the internet. Yes. Tell mom ma, Tell mom to get off the phone. I need to go on the internet. Or you just make the noises. Yeah. <laughs> so, question from the internet number one. What is the oldest game you own? Michael. All right. All right so, I, had, I put three different games. One is the oldest game, which is Go. Go has been around hundreds of hundreds of years. I own a copy of it. My copy is not that old, so it doesn't count. Um, the oldest physical copy of a game I have is a 1983 edition of Scotland Yard. It's the one I grew up playing, and I bought it recently, and it's just in my collection. It's a fun little game. I like it. But the oldest game that I have from, like, I bought a game to play is probably Settlers of Catan. 
And my version is Settlers of Catan, not Catan. And it's on my shelf somewhere. I'm not quite sure exactly where it is. <laughs> and it's just a game that I will probably never get rid of. I have the five and six player expansion in there and the little Seafarers expansion. I don't play it a whole lot anymore, but Settlers of Catan, I think it's probably a 2000 edition, 98 edition, something like that. Oh, Alex? All right. Well, the first board game I actually bought, not counting the classic Milton Brother ones, but it's actually, it is a Milton Brother. Milton one. Brother? Mil- Milton, Milton Bradley. Bradley or Bradley. Parker Brother? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The Milton Brothers. Yes. Both of those. Yes. All of them. All of them. The Milton family. Yes. Um, is Risk 2021, I think it's called. So I think we caught up to this risk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How did it work out? <laughs> no, not it. But but it's, I remember thinking it's so cool because you can conquer the moon and you have underwater cities you can take over. Just like 2021. Just like we have now. <laughs> uh, but that's probably the game I've owned the longest. It's been with me since I was a wee, a wee lad. The oldest game that I love playing would be Lifeboats. If you want to, you know, whenever I want to lose a friend, I pull that game out. You don't lose friends. You just make enemies. Yeah, well, yeah, same thing. Well, that's a, that's a positive spin on that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Way to look on the yeah. bright side, Don't Michael. think about losing a friend. Think about it as gaining an enemy. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You're right. I should be more positive about <laughs> I like this. that. I'm going to put that on a bumper sticker. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but the oldest one, besides chess, I have a chess set, is Pit. And from, what was it, 1906? Nin- 1906. I also oh. have that one as well, but I didn't. Uh, you had it, so I didn't put it yeah. in mine. Sean? Yeah, so... The I again I had two in here because I wasn't sure. I was like, do you mean like the one that I've owned the longest or the so the one that I've owned the longest is one of the first board games I ever bought was Terra Mystica because that was the game that got me into the hobby. So like once a buddy of mine played that and I was just like, I'm gonna get this game. That's pretty cool. And yeah. I just I have never gotten rid of it. Just for, even though I don't really play it anymore. It's the same story with Settlers of Catan. Mm. So yeah, so that's so Terra Mystica. That's probably the one I've had the longest. It was one of the first games I, I I've ever bought, other than like the you know backgammon or like Monopoly or like those type of games. But yeah, Terra Mystica. And then the oldest game I have is I actually got this at when we went to BGG Con a couple of years ago. They had like the the table sale, like the little fire sale that they were doing. Oh, the spring cleaning. The spring cleaning. There you go. When you just buy stuff out of the library. Every game, ten bucks. Yep. All right, I'll buy fifty bucks worth. And of I games. got like one of the old original copies of Acquire. That was it hotel. from the Milton Brothers? It was from the yeah from the Milton Parkers or something like that. Right? What was it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so I have one of like the OG copies oh, that's really of, cool. uh, of Acquire. I haven't played that in a while either, but I remember it being a pretty decent game and just the fact that it was one of like the original ones. I'm like, for 10 bucks, I'm going to get that. All right, Michael. Not because I'm going to take it or anything, but what's the most expensive game you own? And be sure to just point to the one specifically on yeah. the shelf. Yeah, the one on the left over there. No, um, I have two. Uh, actually, now that I'm looking at the games, maybe three. Uh, too Many Bones. I got the big trove chest for it with all the goodies in there. I think I have almost everything for too many bones, minus like one of the big box expansions, um, which is a really good game, really fun, and all the different gear locks play differently, so you can work your way through and play with different ones. But I really like enough bones. Yeah, uh, plenty of bones. Plenty of bones. <laughs> a sufficient amount of bones. <laughs> sufficient amount. More uh, than enough bones. But also the ninja, the new Ninja Turtle game. I have the all-in... All-in version of it's 250 bucks. 
But underneath it is my Zombicide, and I realized that I have Black Plague and Green Horde and the Horde box from Green Horde and several big expansions. So that one might be in the running for one of the most expensive games I have. Well, just because of the Kickstarter exclusives, you sell those two fifty. Yeah, but I I really don't buy many of those. I did spend some money on the Archers, the Dead Eye Walkers. Because I heard they make the game. They change the game so much. So I was like, I went and found some. Actually, no. Uh, Asmodee had a sale on them, and they were in the Asmodee store. So I was like, all right, no problem. Put them in the bag. But now Miniature Market sells all of Simon's Kickstarter exclusives. So if you want a Kickstarter exclusive, just check out Miniature Market. Sean, what you got? So there's two that I put on here, because I couldn't, I don't remember exactly which one was the more expensive of the, of the bunch, but Resident Evil, the board game. And that's because I, I clearly, I went all in right out of the gates on that are, one. Are we counting two and three together? No, If you want to count two and three together, by far, then that's the most expensive one that I own. But That's about the saddest thing I've heard all it, day. I got it more as a collector thing. I just it really makes like him Reggie. happy. It you makes leave him alone. Happy. Stop being a gatekeeper. Exactly. I'm not yeah. going to play it, though. I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think Resident Evil is gatekeeping. Yeah, Mr. McJudgy Pants. Maybe it's gate-saving? <laughs> don't go through that gate. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I so think I'm defending at this why point. Why don't you use this big, really nice gate instead of like that really crappy gate over there? Because the crappy one looks creepy, and I'm weird, and I like creepy things, so I'm going through that gate. So. All right, so Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3? Yes, Resident Evil, one, the board two game. 2, and 3? Just 2 and 3. Did so you not get the first one? one. Didn't get there the first is no one. first one. I hate you both. <laughs> I don't know why I hang out with you two. Anyway, Resident Evil, the board game. And then the other one is, again, Folklore. Oh, we should play Folklore. We, we keep saying that. <laughs> we do keep saying that. We were really mean the first time we played that. We yes. were. I actually, honestly, like now, I, I almost don't want to bring it back out. And not because, uh, besides the fact that you guys are jerks and did it the first time, is I don't think you two would like it. And I only say that because it's it reminds me, it's a lot more story-centric and D&D style, like rolling dice for checks and things like that. And historically, when we have played games like that, it's it doesn't go quite as smoothly. I don't know. We enjoyed that Star Wars game with rolling for checks and rolling dice. That's yeah, but that was the, the whole game was focused around the combat. You talking about Descent, Star Wars Descent? Yeah, yeah, because that's focused around the combat, whereas this is more focused on the the role playing and and we play uh, Harkham Horror, the card game that's all about pulling. Things out of a bag for checks. Okay, listen, I'm happy to bring it out again. I just, I gotta. No, 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 please don't. I'm just a little uh, insulted that you said that we don't like rolling for checks. What's the Star Wars one called? Descent. No, it was no. Star no, Wars no, no. Armada. No. no, and I'm like Rebellion. It's it's under this box. Oh, Rebel Assault. Is it no. Rebel Assault? No. This is great. Imperial Assault. Imperial, Imperial Assault. Assault. Like, this is great. This is not good radio. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so those are my two. Resident Evil, the board game, and Folklore, the Afflection. And I said an honorable mention, possibly Blood Rage, because initially I just bought the game, mm-hmm. and then I bought the expansions. And then I rebought the expansions when they came out with the fancier version of them. And then I got the playmat, and then I got the fancy bit. So I just keep adding on to that. I think I'm at the point where I'm... I'm and you have the computer game. And I have the computer game. And an insert? And an insert. Yeah, no, that's right. I do have the wooden the insert. insert. I have the wooden insert. So, yeah, so at this point, oh, I think... doesn't it make you happy? Looking it at does. it that way, I forgot about, like, all the money I've put into a game. Uh, there's probably some that have reached that <laughs> got up there as well. No, but you wouldn't get that money back if you sold it. No, it's, no, no. It's cost. It's expensive, like... You'll never market. get a wooden insert price back. Right. All right. Alex? 
This one's a little bit hard. So I have several um, out-of-print games. So StarCraft, Chaos in the Old World, Forbidden Stars, uh, Rune Wars, the original one with the Banners expansion. Those are pretty... I've seen them sell pretty expensive on the third market, two to $300. But I would have to say it's my Arcadia Quest set just because I have so much. And every time I see it, I'll go on sale. I'm like... All right, I'll buy this expansion too. Okay, Michael's like, hey, I need 20 bucks to reach $100 on an order. All right, add this character you haven't, pack. you haven't bought it all yet? No, I'm missing... Well, I don't have any of the Kickstarter exclusive stuff. From Check the, Miniature Market. From the first... <laughs> from the first yeah, they're probably not around anymore. Um, and I don't have the... From the Grave expansion. And I've had lots of opportunities to buy it, but I keep saying it doesn't hit the table enough to justify yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say for him, it's pro- it's got to be one of those. Because I remember when that came, we were playing a game at your house, and that got delivered. It was just a, it was just. I think it was Starcadia oh, Quest. Oh, Starcadia. Oh, that's stack it's of boxes different. with Starcadia. Well, 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 we'll just add it all together, just like. Oh, just combine them. Yeah, just combo combine. platter. Just put yeah, it all together. yeah. I almost fell into that trap with Bloodborne because Bloodborne, the board game, could have actually been a, one of my most expensive ones because I was already in it for like hundred and eighty bucks, two hundred bucks. And then every other week, Simon was like, oh, and now for an extra 60 bucks, you get yeah. this. And now for an extra, after a while, I was like, I'm done. I'm not adding on anymore. That's it. You have my $180. That is all you're getting from me, Simon. Yeah. Yeah. Tell him. <laughs> Fight the power. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. All right. So the next question is, where do we buy board games? In an alley. Like, there's a shady alley. I walk up to the guy. He's like, psst. Is it a van? You got, yeah. He has like, a big white van. You want to buy some board games? Buy some board games? I'm like, yeah. Why, yes, I do. See, I got a free one one time. I saw a van that said, free board games. <laughs> so I got in, so I got a free board game. That's right. He just walked away from the van, you know, feeling ashamed and hating himself for a couple of days. It's okay. Yeah, I got a board That's game. That's how I always feel, though. So it's not that <laughs> I get a free board game. Yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. But honestly, I try to support the local as best I can. Uh, however, I can't justify spending an exorbitant amount more if I can get it from like Amazon. Mm. So I would rather get it in store. If it's a difference of a few bucks, I can do that. But if difference of five, 10, 20 bucks, I'm going to go to Amazon. Yeah. I kind of do the same thing. Like uh, I will almost exclusively get like expansions from this, from mm-hmm. the local stores. Cause if it's on Amazon or miniature market, what is it? $4 cheaper. All right. For, I, I mean, I will for $4, I don't care. But when you're talking about a difference of 20, 25, $30, for the game, I mean, yeah. that's almost a whole nother game to, to do that. I was uh, up in New York earlier this summer and visited a couple of board game stores. And each one I went to, I bought something. I think one, I bought some dice and a pen. The other, I bought an expansion to Seven Wonders Duel. But I was able to get something there. So even though they weren't local to me, they supported some local stores as I checked them out. It's yeah. Kind of fun. Yeah, I try to get as much as I can. Like, I'll go to, like, Gaming Goat because they tend to have, you know, good 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 prices on their games but like you know the other stores i definitely you know i try to support them also so i'll get expansions or food or something yeah usually if i don't buy a game i'll buy something to eat a snack they have something yeah um but also i tend to buy a lot of games secondhand just Mm. because they already come stickered (laughs) (laughs) so how's the grand austry hotel yeah that was fun um yeah no i think from now on if i ever see stickers i'm just gonna avoid the game i'm good I'm good. I don't, I really don't need this game. Yeah. And then I think all three of us, uh, although technically this isn't a store. Oh, no, no, it's not a store. No, no, not at all. But Kickstarter. 
I probably get, I mean, at least eight to ten games a year on Kickstarter. I was looking at mine as we're doing this list. I am waiting for two games from Kickstarter right now. I've done a couple other things um, that way on Kickstarter, but only two board games. I'm, I'm kind of proud of myself. I'm waiting for six. Six? Yeah, that's which about what lowest, I'm waiting for. Which is the, but two of them are expansions, so I don't know. Those don't count. Yeah, yes, it does. Yeah, one's an expansion for me. Well, then again, to be fair, I think these are ones that I should have had by now, but everything <laughs> was delayed. So now they're just starting to come in. And I'm not counting the one that I'm never going to get, the one that should have shipped three oh, years I'm ago. I'm definitely counting Sweet Mess. Oh, is that one of the ones no, you're waiting that's for? That's one, one of the ones for. No, I think... Um, well, I just lost my train of thought doing that. Sweet Mess? Yeah, sweet hot mess. Yeah, Sweet Mess, thank you. Parker. No, I think it's eventually going to ship. This, oh, new, sure. this new company seems to be... No, I'm never going to get it. You're, I honestly think, so. think it's the same guy trolling us. And if it is... <laughs> oh, that would be so great. If it is, I will send him a like video of me standing up and applauding. That's I hope it just turns out like in a year from now. Yeah, that company doesn't exist. It's just... There was no company. It was just me trolling you guys. You're never going to get your game. I'm having fun in Peace. Aruba. Yeah, like... And some unnamed non-extrajudicial. I will send him an extra, like, 50 bucks. Like, here's a tip for the adventure. It's worth it. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, man. All right. So, gaming news. Alex, where do you get your gaming news from? A lot of it from YouTube. So, from other podcasts and other websites. So, it's secondhand, I guess. Um, Sometimes, oddly enough, the Google Master algorithms that will rule our life figure it out for you yeah they like start they started putting like board game stuff all over my news feed so i'm getting it from google from the google Uh-oh. from the google gods the google master which i for one welcome our new robot overlords as long as they can hear me say it <laughs> allegedly so mine is just other podcasts or Facebook, uh, a couple of different Facebook groups that I'm on. Some are podcast based, but several just the board game group or things like that, that I get notifications of games coming out or just being in the know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I kind of get my, I get mine from more from YouTube than anything else, to be honest with you. There, there's two in particular. I mean, I'll go to the Dice Tower because they tap in, they have, um, like this thing was like, they have like a, a quick little videos, like a week in review. And mm-hmm. I could just get quick, down and dirty, some things that just came out or they talked about. And if I want to, I can go into it further. And then, yeah, their podcast, you know, it's I can kind of get it quick. But there's one specifically that I'll go for Kickstarter, which is Tantrum House. They do have really good productions. They do. Yeah, they, and they do one <laughs> twice a month. They do about Kickstarters that are releasing in the first half of the month. And then what's releasing on Kickstarter in the second half of the month. So I can, I, wa- I like watching those because I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna, I got to keep an eye out for that one. Okay, cool. And so, yeah. uh, I think their Kickstarter actually opened today. Oh, did it? I noticed that today. So for if you want some promos and stuff, check out the Tantrum House Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and they do good work. I I do like their videos. Yeah, no, I I like Tantrum House. There's also another one. I'm not gonna lie. The guy reminds me of Sean, and it's probably the only. It must reason. be pretty awesome. No, we're not. Fine. Also, <laughs> that silence was definitely <laughs> He's not going to edit that out either. He's just going to oh, be like, oh, it, I'm leaving that 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 silence that in there. That's absolutely staying. staying. But yeah, it's it's a guy who also does that. He goes through Kickstarters and he tells you why you should back it or why you shouldn't back it. Um, and he goes through like games that are leaving my collection, games that are coming into my collection. And Michael, you should watch it. I think you'd appreciate it more than Sean. So What's it called? Wait, why does he remind you of me? I don't. He's from Jersey, like you. you know, What's it called? 
Ah, I'll have to send you board games from Jersey. I'll have to send you a link. Let me. It's, it's great podcast stuff. Well, right talk about other things. And All right. So the next question we have is what board game would make the best movie? And I think we have some I, good movies. I love down. the your answer to this. You, you want me to start? No, because I can't follow that. Yeah. Okay. No, All right. No, no. We'll start with Sean's. What do you got, Sean? Yeah, I and mean, I feel bad because one of the ones I put on there, I it, it was the the reasoning was similar to what your reasoning was, but I will I will leave that out because I think yours is probably better. But so there was two that I put on here. One was Zombicide Black Plague. I would watch that because it, and it's more so for this because there's a bajillion zombie movies out there. Mm-hmm. But Zombicide Black, the setting of that one being like medieval times and like just being more like old world stuff, I think would be really cool. So I didn't think about it until just this moment. But like all the Kickstarter bonus heroes that are just parodies of people, that's definitely not Marty McFly and Doc. Can be those. That actors. would be awesome to see like Marty McFly and Doc come in with swords swinging, killing zombies. And definitely not be yeah, and, and you can you can sort of like make little Easter eggs like to like so like the the original Zombicide where it was that rule that if you're shooting into a, a square and uh-huh. your allies are there you have to hit them first. Work that into the movie. Make that like, in the movie. Someone shoots an arrow and shoots one of the allies. He turns around. And they're like, seriously? Why'd you shoot me? I was aiming for him. But yeah, I think Zombicide Black Plague would be good. And then this one. This one almost kind of felt like a cheat because I feel like there's kind of I feel like this game was already sort of based on a movie, but it's Betrayal at House on the Hill. Yeah, and, and it's pretty much House on Haunted Hill. It's or, pretty yeah, much it. Yeah, Cabin in the Woods. Or is cab- yeah, like that. well, Cabin in the Woods. But my thought with that is you can make it more make it a very campy horror movie. Yeah, and you give it with like you know multiple endings, or you have like a, a bunch of different endings cut, and all those yeah. different endings can be the different haunts. The different haunts. Yeah, and or like make people it, are finding the relics in the house, and like all that weird stuff starts to happen. Or maybe like a serial episode of like um, Black Mirror or something like that, where you're watching on Netflix. Yeah, and it's different episodes. It's like everyone they all start the exact same way. We walk into the foyer and we explore the room on the right, and that room on the right changes every single time. But the first two minutes of the show are exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. that'd be kind of cool. Actually, yeah, no, I, I, I actually would be pretty cool. I would, so, I would do that. Yeah, so I, th- those are the two that really jumped out at me. Surpri- not surprisingly for me, they're both horror movies. But all right, so I'm gonna go next because I can't beat Michael's. <laughs> That's just, it's just because you really put a lot of thought into it. I didn't. All right. You did. I, mean, I looked I at the sheet. I was like, wow, you really went all in on all that right, one. Y'all are building this up. <laughs> yeah. So mine, I went for kind of simple answers. Uh, Arkham Horror. I'm really confused as why there isn't more Cthulhu, Mythos, Lovecraftian shows out there. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen it, Lovecraft con- Love- Country. Country. Lovecraft Country is a really good show. I mean, it's it's really entertaining. It really goes into the mythos and stuff like that. Um, and I'm just that's that and Cabin in the Woods are pretty much the only two things I can really think of. Yeah, maybe there's an older movie in the Mouth of Madness. Yeah, I think that is. Based that's, on I that think too. that's kind of Cthulhu. But yeah, and, the, and when you said that, I was surprised. And I mean, I, mean, I love horror movies, and I'm trying to think like, yeah, I don't, I can't really think of anything that's specifically like Lovecraftian. Right. There's things that have kind of that feeling that like adjacent, kind of. Yeah, like the there's Lovecraft a Leon- adjacent. Yeah, <laughs> there's a Leonardo DiCaprio movie. I can't remember the name where he's a detective in an asylum. And then at the end, oh, Shutter Island. Island. Shutter yeah. Island is kind of adjacent, but it's not really that. Yeah. A, uh, another kind of easy one is anything Warhammer. I mean, that would be a good show. Yeah, I think like, there are Warhammer. I think there's CGI, like, like CGI movies, though. I don't, I don't know, but imagine something, the scale of Game of Thrones, but in the... Warhammer universe, and I was thinking like Clone Wars, 
or Clone Wars. Make yeah. it animated. That'd be. I think. I think there's enough lore and story there to make amazing movies. Oh yeah, definitely. And there's enough of a following to. War, I mean, Warhammer, but just between Warhammer and 40k and everything. There's a huge following for that, isn't it? Yeah, it, it instantly has a already an audience. And you could probably change the name of it to get more people. If you call it Warhammer, eh, but Space Marines or something like that, change, make it a little more generic sounding, even though it's a specific, well, well I was going to say would, race. It, but would, have, I mean. it would have a, a name and then Warhammer 40K yeah. at the bottom. Probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. My, my worry about that is you, you would have... You, You'd be trying to live up to expectations of the fan base of the game that you might never meet. Kind of well, like how Star Wars, Star Wars is now. Yeah, you'll well, never no, make another good Star Wars. It's, it's more kind of like what happened with uh, World of Warcraft. You'd have to explain a lot, and you can't have both sides win. So, you know, people who really love the Space Marines are going to be like, yeah, that's a good movie because the hero was a Space Marines. But the people who play the bad guys, the orcs, are going to be like, that's stupid. Why didn't the orcs use this army or this character <laughs> to win? And blah, blah. You know, they're going to be over. Just paint them red. It goes faster. Yeah, paint them red. <laughs> Why were the trucks blue? But that's what happened with like World of Warcraft where there's two sides. Yeah. And half of your audience likes one and half of the other. And you have to choose who's the story going to be based off of. Well, you just base it on battles. So every now and then this character wins, this character wins in battles and just never finish the war. It's fine. Yeah. Well, the, the go ten never, episodes. Go ten the, seasons. You're good. The war never, never ends. All war. right, Michael. All right. So I did do two. So the first one's above and below. I really enjoy the game, the storytelling atmosphere of it, and I think it would be interesting to see those characters come to life on screen, animated, CGI, live action, something. But just with Ryan Lockett's characters, I really loved his art, his storytelling style. I think he's made board games. He's done the art. He's done the distribution. He can make movies. Why I not? was going to say, I was like, I feel like if that ever happened, it would be actually Ryan Lockett. <laughs> directed just, by Ryan Lockett. It, written by Ryan Lockett. <laughs> animated by Ryan Lockett. Directed by Ryan Lockett. Voiced by Ryan Lockett. <laughs> and his wife, Mrs. Lockett. Mrs. Lockett. Sorry, Mrs. Lockett. I don't remember your name. All right. And so the one that they big lead up to, Cult Express but in the style of Clue. So they come in and they just introduce themselves as their character names from there and they just embody the, the special game. powers that they have. Like Tuco just comes in with huge guns, six shooters in his side, and then just shoot. And then um, Ghost is all mysterious and you just never understand what he does. But I did go through and I uh, put some characters. No, some, the cast. I love <laughs> I cast. This, this I cast is a it. stellar cast, though. <laughs> I cast it. So, I Django, mean, Jamie Foxx. I mean, he's already done yeah. it. Might as well. Doc, Sam Elliott. I think Sam Elliott would do an awesome job as Doc. Belle, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Never complain. Tuco. Danny Trejo. Danny, Danny Trejo. Trejo. That would be, when I saw that one, I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, who so could amazing. we do Tuco? I was like, Danny Trejo. Yep. Uh, Cheyenne, uh, I don't remember the actress's name, but the one who played Sacagawea from Night at the Museum, I think she would do a phenomenal job. Um, me, I had to look up her name. Uh, Ming Nan Win from uh, the Mandalorian, from the yeah, lady from the Mandalorian, Agents of Shield, also, and she also played, uh, she was the voice of Mulan. Yeah, and she played <laughs> she played Agent May in Agents of Shield. Was that her name there? Her name was Agent May. Yeah, Agent Agent May, May and May, her yeah. character on this would be May. Oh, I see. Uh, and then the marshal, I was like, all right, we got to have something, someone super lovable. So I was like, Brendan Fraser or Johnny Depp? I think uh, Brendan Fraser for that one. But, but I think one of the hilarious things in the movie of, of uh, Cult Express is, 
like whenever the sh- the marshal walks into one of the rooms, everyone just leaves. <laughs> and sometimes he shoots them, sometimes he doesn't, but they just disappear when they enter the rooms. And I think it would just be hilarious watching these people just punch and shoot each other and picking up loot that they drop or pit-pocketing each other, pulling stuff from each other's pockets. Yeah, really embodying the game. It's it's brilliant. I think that's I, I would I would love to watch Colt Express the movie. <laughs> Colt Express the board game, the movie. <laughs> Colt Express the board game. The and movie. then they can make the board the game, board, the movie. The, the board, board game. game. <laughs> yeah. they, it worked with Street Fighter. They came out with Street Fighter. Then they came out with Street Fighter the movie. Then they came out with Street Fighter the game that was based on the movie. Yeah. Which and is was, there a board game now too? <laughs> there's a card game. Yeah. There's a deck builder. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, there is some precedent out there for, uh, for for that. All right. So any of those directors out there, Colt Express, the board game, the movie. Yeah, Ryan Lockett can do Colt Express, yeah, the, the board game. All right. The so <laughs> what game will you never get rid of? Michael. Um, I've already said one was Settlers of Catan. It's the one that got me into the hobby. Again, I don't enjoy playing it as much, but it's a smaller game, and I'll keep it on the shelf. Um, pretty much any game Emily enjoys playing, I will keep around. Um, and just some of the ones that I just have put a lot of love and money into, like Too Many Bones or the Ninja Turtles, I don't see I would ever get... I have the old Ninja Turtle game on my shelf that it's still not going to leave, even though it's been replaced by this one. But yeah, those those three. Cool. Alex? I think first one that comes to my mind would be Blood Rage. Just because I have it fully painted, I actually spend like two weeks sitting yeah, there did. with a tiny little brush, not going out. Hey, let's go play board games. Hold on. <laughs> I need to finish this before. Because I wanted to show up and be like, ha And then they release an expansion that's not painted. What the heck, Breaks man? my heart. Breaks my heart a little bit. Mine's not painted either. But that's a game that I just really enjoy a lot and honestly i think it means a lot to us three mm. so it's more you know it's it's special um another other ones are again my out of print games just because i can never get them again starcraft i could never i'll never be able to buy that game again so i might as well just keep it on my shelf because yeah you never know might as well unless someone comes in it's with a, a small box unless someone comes with a fat check then maybe we'll talk but yeah nope yeah, so mine were Betrayal at House on the Hill. I I love that game. Like I have I think I have a good time every time. I don't I cannot think of a single instance where I played that game and did not Never have fun. Never play Betrayal Legacy then. Yeah, no, Never. I didn't. I'm kinda glad that like I didn't because it would ruin it for me. But yeah, Betrayal is there's some haunts that are just like, eh, that was dumb. But for the most part, I always have fun playing that game. And it's it's a hit. No matter who plays it, gamers or non-gamers. Did you ever play the D and D version, the Baldur's Gate? No, I heard it wasn't as good. Okay, I haven't played it either. I yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't buy it because I already have regular Betrayal. I'd like to play the Scooby Doo version though. I would I would want to play the Scooby Doo. Is there a Scooby Doo version? I there think is. there's a Scooby Doo. It's uh, more family rated. Um, where the haunt is less random. It's not you're the betrayer. It's here's the haunt. Who wants to be the bad guy? And that allows some agency of kids playing the game with adults playing the more difficult part of the monster or whatever it is. I may actually get that, to be honest with you. I think Alice would like that. I might actually it's get that. It's called, like, Mystery Manor or something like that. Yeah. I forget the name of it. And then Resident Evil 2 and 3, the board game. Just For me, that's a collector's item. I just It's Resident Evil. I love it. So the game itself is kind of meh, but for me, it's a collector item. And then Orbis. Yeah, you know why? Because Orbis is, it's another one that it's its a great game. It's easy. It's simple to teach. And it hits on, it 
on every level. You could play it with someone who's not a huge gamer. You could play it with people who are gamers. Like, there's enough there that it plays with anything. And the Dungeons, it's not in a huge box. It fits nice on the shelf. It is It is a good game. Yeah. It, it is surprisingly a good game. Better than I would have expected when I saw the art, when I saw the pieces. When you got it, I was like, ha ha, you got stuck with a with one of those dumb games. But no, it's a very enjoyable game. Yeah, no, that's not, it, that was a really good game. Like, I looked at it and I was just like, you know what? I, I don't think I would ever get rid of that game. Like, it's it's just, it's a lot of fun. And now, coming soon to a table near you. Near me? Near... Well, near us. Near us. Yes. Uh, I have some coming in the mail soon. I should have one coming in the mail. That's a really cute... I bought it just because of the cute meeples. It's called Night of a Thousand Kamis. And it has little frog meeples and little panda meeples. Is, this, right. is this a Cold War theme game? No, it's like a um, Asian... Kami sounds Asian, Kami, yeah. yeah. Japan. So you're, I was thinking Kami more like, you're like, like the red... Oh. It's like a set collection, engine building card game has like the players are frogs or little panda bears or little foxes and has mm-hmm. a lot of little and you're trying to get these demons and bring them into your set it was cute uh, it wasn't that expensive actually no it was expensive because they got me it was like hey only thirty dollars and then they're like but oh, wait there's but more wait, <laughs> would you like the deluxe version well yeah i want the deluxe version that's an extra thirty dollars did you get the play mat and then it's like oh would you like a play mat yeah, well, why not? All right, that's an extra 20 bucks. Would you like the expansion? Well, I cannot. I mean, I already got everything out. So, like, it's, is this uh, a Simon Kickstarter? What is no, it sounds exactly like, it. like a. It sounds like it's a, they're using no, the Simon model. But I think it was like when I when I clicked on the back now, it was like thirty dollars. You can get the game for thirty bucks, and then I ended up spending like a hundred and twenty bucks. That's fair with shipping and everything. But it's a deluxe version, so Heck it, yeah, deluxified. Yeah. That's yeah. that's actually literally in the mail already. Uh, I got one came in the mail the other day. It's Quest, and it's um, Avalon. It's a big box that has Avalon Deluxe version in it, and Quest, which is like the sequel to Avalon. So that uses some of the same uh, mechanics of you're going to take this many people on a quest, and some have to vote yes, some have to vote no, and it has all the characters in it. So the Avalon game has like 30 different characters, all to just do a little bit something different. The quest has a little bit more, but it has a lot more different rules. I haven't had a chance to play it yet because that's one of those games that you need five to ten people to play. Yeah, it's a party game. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure when I had that with it because I, I like because you had the the love letter deluxe version. And I thought that was pretty cool. That yeah. is a good version. I do like that one. Oh. So I am waiting on well, one of those expansions is the expansion to Rurik Dawn of Kiev was a Kickstarter from a couple years ago that is coming out with an expansion. Oh yeah. This was one of the ones that are delayed. So honestly, if you ask me what this expansion has in it at this point, I don't even remember. Uh, I usually go back and look at the rules after I get the game in yeah, the mail again. I, once I once it tells me that it's shipped, I'm like, I have to look at it and go, wait, which one is this? And then go back and look again because they're all delayed. At I'm this pretty point. sure it has minis and resources and cardboard. And cardboard. And yeah, I think that's about right. Actually, some decent art if I remember Rurik. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Rurik, it, it's a good game. I, I enjoy that one. And then, uh, and this was one that popped up when I saw this in Kickstarter. This was an instant back for me. Is uh, Orlog, the dice game? And, and Alex is looking at me funny. So Orlog. So, hey, hey, Sean, <laughs> what's Orlog? For anyone that has played Assassin's Creed Valhalla, or any game like that, there was a game in there. It's like a little side thing that you could do in the game where you can play a game called hold Orlog. On, hold on, hold on. You haven't learned not to buy. 
board games based on video game ideas. No, no, no. But that's the thing. No, no. It's those are the best games. It's not, you haven't. They're collector's <laughs> items. It's not. Based How many on times Creed. do you need to like? Like it's not buy a Assassin's bad game. Creed game in itself. So in the game, there is this two-player dice game that you play with people around like the cities. This is now that dice game. It's basically like a Yahtzee style, like King of New York kind of drafting game, uh, dice game. So you got Assassin's Creed. Yahtzee. You know what? When you get it, you'll see. So, in the world of Assassin's Creed, there's a game that they play in world. Yes. And this is a real version and of that game. And this is a real version of that game. All right, that's kind of cool. That's what it is. It's not it has nothing to do with Assassin's Creed itself, other the, than the, this game is played as this little side thing in Assassin's the Creed. The second Mechs and Minions game, uh, the League of Legends, the team who did that, Riot, they came out with a second game after... Uh, Mechs versus Minions, but it, I don't remember the name of it, but it's one of the games that they play in World of League of Legends. Well, you don't actually... The difference is, yeah, in League of Legends, you don't actually play that game. It's just there. It's They made a, they made the game and tied it to League of Legends. Okay. In Assassin's Creed, as you're walking around, it's kind of like a Pokemon fight. As you're walking around, you see someone, you can challenge them to that game and play the game oh, that's, okay. in-game. Yeah. So it's a game within a game. Yeah. Gameception. And then that's what this is. And really it's just, you know, you, you roll dice, you pick which ones you want to keep, then you roll, then I roll, then you just, you know, you do that a couple of times, then you are, just resolve the dice. Are the dice special? Yes, actually. So there's now three versions of dice. There are the regular bone dice that come standard. I could upgrade those now if I choose as part of a uh, stretch goal to glow in the dark. Why wouldn't you? Because they don't look as good. They're glow-in-the-dark. Assassins don't glow-in-the-dark, dude. That too. And then there are the Valhalla dice. (laughs) The really good ones, too. (laughs) The ones who play dice, too. (laughs) Yeah, and then there's Valhalla dice that actually look pretty cool. They're made out of like this green kind of gemstone material, so it actually looks pretty cool. But are the faces regular dice faces? No, 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 no. No, they're special. I'm going to have to look this one up. That sounds actually pretty fun. Yeah. All right, so my other one is an expansion to a game called Fire Tower. Uh, Fire Tower is you are firefighters in a forest and you're trying to put out the forest fires is this the one where all the pieces came out wrong no that's a that was uh in a city oh okay but this one like all the fire actual like gym like uh the acrylic gems but they're the big ones but it's a very take that game and it's four players and it's just i'm going to do this to directly attack you and you're going to play a card to directly attack me and it's just very take that and it was one emily really enjoyed she's like hey there's an expansion so it's like all right i'll get it and it came in the mail the other day, so we should get that game back out again. No, you were thinking of the brigade. Yeah, that's the one I'm. Thinking. Uh, yeah, some of the tiles came miscut, and I've tried to contact them, but I think the company's gone. No, that, that that's the breaks. I have. Uh, well, I mean, this one was upcoming until last weekend. Uh, this week, last past weekend, uh, we played Grand Austria Hotel with the expansion, the Let's Waltz. Ooh, dancing. So yeah, so. I guess it's already at your table. If you're if you're listening to this and you ordered it, you probably already got your copy. I thought it was a lot of fun. Did you sticker it yet? Yeah, you played it. No, have they stickered it yet? Oh. The people in podcasting are following the whole podcast family. Yeah, no. Uh I thought it was a good I thought the dancing and the expansions were a good upgrade to the game. I enjoyed Grand Austria Hotel and uh well, uh, it gave me variable player powers, which is one of my favorite things about an expansion. Uh, everyone's base game, even like the backside of the map that was a little different, but it gave you a power that was different than everyone else's. Well, what I really like, and this is something 
Um, not very many games do. I like that the ballrooms all had like different scoring. Because uh, it was like eight ballrooms, but we only yeah, used three. You only used three. There's another game that kind of did this that I think is an underrated game called Space Gate Odyssey, mm-hmm. where there's like three planets, and each one yeah. scores. Each one you have to get your. The point is to get your uh, astronauts to the to the planet, and then each one scores differently, or each one has different places. And like some, the second place scored the most. So you wanted yeah. to be on the island on the on the planet, but not have the most on the planet. Yeah, it was a, it was a really interesting. I really like when games do that. So I really appreciated the Let's Waltz expansion because of that, and I think it added enough to the game to justify the expansion. Yeah, no, that was really good because uh, we all we all played that the other day. I thought that was actually a really good one. The waltz. The only thing that the the one piece of it that I can, and I think you kind of agreed on this one was there was that one little module that added a you kind of take the key to take the first player token instead of. Just, and I don't think anyone did. No, no, I never felt the need yeah. to do that because. So to explain a little further, in base game of Grand Austria Grand Hotel, Austria. it's a dice drafting game and. You draft two dice, but you're going to do it one, two, three, four, but you're going to slingshot backwards four, three, two, one. So the last player, even though he gets last dibs on picks, he gets two in a row. But the way the module added it, it went one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. But one of the things you can do is take first player and you have some agency of doing some different things with the dice when you do that. But it just always felt like. It's a weak action. The really weak action. So if you, I mean, it's if there's nothing else to do, do I, that. I think it would have been better if there's no re-roll option. Because the Cause you can always pass. Because you can always pass and re-roll all the dice. Which we did quite a bit. Which would, yeah. But if that's taken off, you look at all the dice and you think, well, none of these actions are good. I'll take this one and first play. I wonder if you missed a roll. I don't think I did because oh. that module is like two paragraphs. Oh, okay. But I just think a house world that I think, guys, that house, house world, world was born. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, that's, I feel, I feel the same way because like I, when I was there, I was like, all right, well, I could take it, but then I looked, I'm like, no, I'd rather just re-roll the dice and hope to get something a little bit better. So yeah. Well, alrighty. Well, I think that's gonna be. I think well, that's, we, that's we, we're waiting for up. one more game. One more game. Oh, we do. Yeah, you and me. Oh Ankh. yeah, Ankh. we're both. I do. I took it off the list because I think everyone knows at this point we're waiting yeah. for Ankh. So you did, you did, you're getting a copy of it? I'm getting a copy of it, yeah. yeah I, I, I did it through Gaming Goat. You're the only loser not going to be unking. It's all right. I have enough games. Do you, though? No. <laughs> no, no, I, no. I need one N, more. N plus one. N plus one is, in, is the correct amount of games. All right, so Sean has something, uh, something special planned. I do, I do. All right, do you want to tell us? So we have another giveaway. What? All right, what are we giving away? We are going to be giving away a copy of my copy of Codename Pictures. Yay! Huzzah! So, yep. So, (laughs) I have at this point six different versions of codenames because everyone gets them for me as gifts because they know I like the game. So, I have decided to give one away and I will be giving away Codenames Pictures. And the way that we're going to do this oh, yes, applause, applause, applause. The way <laughs> new podcast equipment. Yes, new podcast equipment. Fun buttons. Uh, what I'm going to do is on our social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, I'm going to take a picture of a setup game of Codename Pictures with the key, the 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 what is it called? The card key. The card key. The card yeah. key. Yeah. 
And whoever can come up with a one-word clue to link as the most, the most cards possible uh, will win the copy of Codenames Pictures. So the best codenamer will win Codenames. Yeah. So all you have to do for this contest is keep an eye out for that post. Go ahead and leave a comment on there with your one word. And then send us a direct message from that app with the cards that you want to link so we can sort of verify what it is you're that you're trying to link. You're not just saying 12. You're not just saying 12. You're like, oh, you're purple, 12. Huh? No. So, yeah. So this way you could, we can sort of take a look and, and, and sort of verify, make sure it kind of somewhat makes sense, and we can draw that, that link to it. But, yeah, but keep an eye out for that. That's going to be coming up in the next few days. While you're at all those apps, make sure to like, share, and follow. Yep. All that good stuff. Share us on social media. Tell your friends about us. Make sure your friends like and share us as well. We're on the Twitters. Send us emails. We have this email account. Send us emails. I like reading fan emails. Or it, is, mail. it is nice getting them every or, now and Or hate mail. At the Lone Star Meeple at gmail.com. The Lone Star Meeple. Yep. Uh, we also just posted a video recently of a preview of an upcoming game called Altara. Altera. Age of Exploration. So that go ahead and check game. that out. I enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, but I guess we will uh, check you all next time. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, play more games. And as always, power to the meeting. All right. That was fun. That was good. That was a good one. I think we had more fun with this one than other ones. Yeah.